Welcome to the thrivingat60.com podcast, the number one motivational show on the planet. No more sour days for you. It's time to make lemons into lemonade every day. This is a podcast where we help you thrive, not just survive. We help you accept who you are, not where you are, by discovering and inquiring into how to turn lemons into lemonade. Are you ready for the roller coaster ride of a lifetime? Tired of feeling let down? Tired of the lemons life keeps handing you? We can help you make every day a lemonade day. It's time to put those lemons in a blender. Let's go on an amazing and exciting, unpredictable journey of discovery. We know champions sit in the front seat, so make sure your seatbelt is fast and tight. One, two, three, let's go. When you have an attitude of gratitude, people just want to hang with you. Introducing the woman who believes ordinary stands for extraordinary, the host of Thriving at 60, Wendy B. Welcome. Last week, a good friend of mine who was listening to the Facebook Live told me that it wasn't very clear and it was because I had not put the earbuds in. So I apologize. So hopefully it's clear today. So welcome to Getting Unstuck with Wendy B. And we're on the third part of happiness. You know, what do you have to give up to be happy? And last week, we, I believe we went over Dwelling on the past, give that up. Resistance to change and need to impress others. So that's what we gave up last week. And the week before, to be happy, you got to give up complaining, your limiting beliefs, blaming others, and a negative self-talk. So, uh, and now we're going to go on the need to be right and the need for others approval so those are the two things and that will end the series of the secrets to happiness so i'm wendy bergen and i am a serial entrepreneur i have successfully started and sold six other businesses and i'm working on a seventh right now i'm a best-selling author of getting unstuck 30 ways to turn your limiting barriers into clarity freedom and power you can get that on amazon in digital or paperback and that's enough about me right now and you can get a complimentary session as well so uh, so to move you forward and we can discuss any of these happiness things <laughs> the need to be right i think we all can own that there's times that we we just love being right because if we're right someone's wrong <laughs> there's a cost to that and we don't even realize that but it's like i'm inviting you to 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 re, to think and look at you know are you around someone i have a relative that you know and i love them dearly they always have a, a view and they always have to be right about their view like there's no room for the other person's view even even when it's not necessary to point something out they always have to point something out and that's part of being they have to be right and it doesn't you know the at least my experience when i'm around that behavior is i don't feel validated i don't feel valued and i don't feel like i get a voice when someone repetitively is being right around me 
So I'm inviting you to look at, and, and there's times where I have to be careful of, you know, why am I saying that? Is that to, to be right and make them wrong? Or is there like, what's my motive behind being right? Like sometimes you can be right, but if you allow others the dignity to discover that for themselves, they'll probably learn more, you know, because lots of times in relationships, we want to have one over on the other, like, see, you know, and, and it can become a joke, like, you know, like you could be in certain areas in your relationship, maybe you are frequently right, and you can make a joke, but if it's continuous and no let up there's not a lot of dignity left for others and i really feel that sometimes when i have a need to be right like let's say there's a, a there's a disagreement like well, me and my daughter like my oldest daughter now we just like <laughs> oil and water sometimes it's like oh and, and I love her dearly, and I know she loves me dearly, but it's like, ah. And I'll catch myself, like, she will say things that are so uh, purposely to provoke and to see if she can get a reaction. And there's times when I, if I have to be right in that moment, there's no winning, there's no, there's no peace. Why can't I just let it go? And then in a quieter moment, have a conversation around it. Hi, Mona. I can't, I didn't quite hear what you said there. I don't know. Anyways, thank you for listening. And I didn't quite get what you said there. So, hi. <laughs> But um, so my invitation is to look at, I know when I'm trying to be right, I'm not feeling secure in those moments. If I have to insist on being right, I can be right without having to say anything. <laughs> you know? And sometimes I think people are right because they have no confidence. And so they want to have one over on another person. And then, the, and, and I'm sorry, Amona, I can't go back and read your what you said. I'm not sure how to do that. So you probably said something valuable, and I'm not ignoring it. I just can't see it now. And the other thing is that, you know, there's a, a, a cost in our relationships when we have to be right all the time. People don't want to play with us or, yeah. And then, and the, the thing that we get to avoid when we're, so righteously good that we're no earthly good is that um there's things that we get to avoid we get to avoid being vulnerable because sometimes people just absolutely do not want to be vulnerable some people you know um when i look at my one daughter like she never wants to apologize like there's something there like and the other thing that you get to avoid is actually being really present with another I really believe that everybody has a right to their view and 
one isn't better than the other one it's just everybody has a view and if we can give each other the dignity of that view hi Jan janelle that gives us it, it brings more happiness in the world i would say when you allow others to have their view and you don't always have to agree with their view because i just know that the times that i just you know, I have to be right. <laughs> There's not a lot of peace and not a lot of happiness. So I'm inviting you to look at where, who do you never get to be when, when you're in those moments that you just have to be so right? Is it giving you what you want? And then the other thing to give up is the need for approval. And um, it's similar, I think, to, similar to impressing others, but it's like the need to have approval like uh, for years and years I wanted the approval of my father and you know my father was not a healthy man <laughs> um I've shared in the past that he was you know physically inappropriate with me um as a teenager and as a child and for some reason I always had to want his approval and he rarely ever gave it and then one day, I think it was in my 30s, and I did a course in Landmark, and I, this light bulb went off, and I went, my dad was petrified of me, and he could never, because, I, you know, the things that he did, if, if I exposed those, he could be in a lot of trouble. When I realized that my dad was afraid of me, I was free. I was free uh, uh, to not seek his approval but I was free from seeking other people's approval like it, it's like um it's so freeing when you especially with your children like when I look at my adult children like they don't approve of a lot of things I do like I'm just big embarrassment at times to them and it's like thank god I don't have to walk around waiting for their approval because I may never get it and it's interesting about my father. My father died three years ago, but when I gave up the need for approval, I noticed that the last 20 years of my life with my father is like he actually expressed love and he had never done that before. He actually would say, I love you. And, but I wasn't seeking it and I got it. So it's interesting when, when we're so needy for approval, sometimes we take on at least i do i'll take on doing things that i don't really want to do just to sometimes have them get that i love them or that i care and it isn't always serving my best interest i'm inviting you to look at you know when when you need others approval what are you seeking? What's the cost to you? And uh, how can I recognize when my daughters are seeking the same approval of me? Well, that's a good question, Mona. Maybe uh, I'm not sure. Like, well, you know, I think I think that our daughters frequently want our approval and they may not express it. They may even express it angrily at us because they're, we're not acknowledging them. Um, but that's a good 
inquiry to be in. Maybe you and I could have a private conversation about that because that's really great. Yeah, I know both my daughters really want to be acknowledged, uh, even when it's challenging for me to acknowledge them. I, if I don't approve of uh, certain things, I will try and look at something they're doing great, pick something and acknowledge them for that. I, I try to regularly acknowledge my children for something. Yeah, that's what I try to do because I, 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 I believe that our children are want our approval and need our approval at times and um, and they may not even realize that so that's a good question so those are the things to give up to be happy and uh, I uh, and so uh, this is the end of that series but that um, I'm going to go over them again is number one give up complaining and uh, if you need to uh, put a timer a five minute timer or a ten minute timer and Say what you need, but with a commitment. And then once that's up, you know, have a commitment to create solutions, brainstorm with people. Uh, limiting beliefs. If there's any shoulds in your vocabulary, it should be a particular way. You have a limiting belief. Consider that. Blaming others. Give up blaming others. Take responsibility for whatever happens. Like you had a part in it, right? Number four, negative self-talk. Give that up. Uh, number five, dwelling on the past. Six, resistance to change. <laughs> I'm an instant, no, and then I shift. I've learned to shift. Seven, need to impress others. And number eight, the need to always be right. You can be so righteously good, you're no earthly good. And then nine, the need for others' approval. So thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for uh watching uh getting it stuck with wendy b don't forget you can get complimentary session my gift to you uh, and we can discuss what uh, thank you to discuss whatever you need and you can go to amazon and get the book getting unstuck 30 ways to turn your limiting barrier and on uh, limiting barriers into clarity freedom and power my promise to you is that if you answer the questions authentically at the back of each chapter uh, you will move forward. So thank you for listening. And next Sunday, I'm in a course called Partnership. So I will not be doing my Facebook Live at 12 noon. And thank you for listening. Take care. And let's have you get unstuck and thrive. Have a great day. Bye now. Thank you for listening to thrivingat60.com with Wendy B. What did you like best about the podcast? Email wendyb at thrivingat60.com. Keep up on the latest by subscribing to the podcast. Also, drop by the website and rate the show. Turn lemons into lemonade at thrivingat60.com.